All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. A workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available technology this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buy a Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Byrne. It's the Monday morning podcast for Monday, uh, May 12th. What's going on? I am here at the uh, All Things Comedy Podcast Studios. Doug Stanhope is going to be here, hopefully, in a couple of minutes. Uh, Doug was uh, had a late night last night at the library. He was doing some uh, some research. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of comics like me just go on stage and we just, you know, as we call it, shoot from the hip. And uh, the subtext is that of that is we don't fucking read. And uh, oh, look who's here! He's here. Doug actually researches. Doug Stanhope researches all of his jokes, making his way into the studio. What's up, brother? Look at that giant Dr. Seuss-looking flower. They stink of booze and cigarettes. Oh, they do. Have a seat. Welcome. Well, I'm right on time. Show up in this condition, but put on your headphones. Let's 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 do this. What's up, my friend? Is his mic on? Check check test. I don't hear it. Oh, I don't hear it either. Ah, oh. Jesus! The all thing comedies, uh, f- fucking microphones. Check test. Hey, oh. there we go, oh, dude. Yeah, good no, to sorry. see you. My manager put the top down in his car, and went as soon as I put the top down, I could smell the booze coming off of you from the street. Oh, I don't smell it, dude. You're, you're fine. <laughs> I was just I was just telling everybody that you were out at the library researching, uh, just doing, making sure, you know, when you go to tell your jokes that you have all your facts in order. I do. Absolutely. Yeah, you're I one of the few. You I are d- one of the few. There's Occasionally, I'll find some bullshit where I don't want to find it, and I'll go, fuck it, I'm telling the joke anyway. No one's going to know. But for the most part, I want to be right. Is it anything worse than when you have a joke you love, and then after the show, an audience member comes up with actual facts that completely ruins your whole point my, of view. My most downloaded bit is a, about <laughs> winning pussy on a bet back in the 90s. And it was a Red Sox-Twins game. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, I got the uh, numbers wrong. Mo Vaughn didn't hit a home run. He hit an RBI. Some fact checker went back and found the game that I go into detail uh. about. And it wasn't a home run. But it's already recorded. I can't take it back. Oh, and it crushes you. Yeah, yeah. All right. I was a bit wrong, but the fucking Red Sox won and Bobby Barnett fucked me. Well, I love I just love the fact that somebody can go back and find the goddamn game. Like then just and just just to be a what kind of a who would care? This is uh, Brian Hennigan. He's my filthy uncut Scotsman manager oh, and and my oh, ride. Met, yeah, we met uh when you were doing the uh the wheel turn, you and uh Rogan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I came down there and hung out. Well, uh what the hell did you do last night? I tried to podcast with Marilyn Manson at his house. Okay. Last night into today. So oh, we got yeah. four hours of unusable footage where he's very open about you know, the 
what we were partaking in. Dude, I want really, to hear Is this. it okay to... To what? No, dude. No, I, I was asking I, I, him. I don't, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want to get I can you in put trouble. this out. And he's I like, yeah, I have no problem with it. I get a text message on the way here. You can't put that out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then let's not talk about what happened. So you and Marilyn are playing board games. You got, yeah. a little, you got a little lost in it. Yeah. Monopoly, one of those Parker Brothers ones that just goes all night, you know, as it does. And Bingo uh, was supposed to be here with me, but she took some of that board game home with her enough to put her in a catatonic state. Okay. So I woke up after four hours of sleep. She's, we're in an Airbnb. <laughs> the owner comes in. He's talking to her. Excuse me. Excuse me. He's some Israeli guy. And she right. won't even look at him. She's that blown out of her gourd. She actually was so. the one who texted me back this morning when I texted your phone to make sure you were still coming. She actually said, hey, bingo here. That's how I know. Yeah. It, she texted me. Sorry, I, uh, I answered your text to Bill Burr, but I just took a pot candy. Uh, well, that's probably not good on top of everything else you've done. Now you're taking medicinal marijuana when you're already psychotic. Dude, when is this TV show coming out? I want to watch this. You know what's funny? <laughs> this got, week would be, uh, yeah. I am on, I'm on the exact opposite road right now. I'm getting, re- I'm getting ready to do a special. So I have been a fucking, other than cigars, I've been a fucking choir boy. And, dude, I, I feel great I'm in the morning. I'm two weeks behind on the podcast, so I kind of hate being here. Why? Because like I'm, I'm not caught up. Oh, no, no. And you're, I want to open by apologizing to your listeners because if you're any type of fan of the podcast like I am, I fucking hate it when you have a guest. So oh, I'm really? sorry for being here. <laughs> oh, no, no. Come on, dude. You're talking about playing board games with Marilyn Mar- Manson. My fans are liking this. I hope they are. I don't want to speak for them. I'm yeah, sure there'll I, be I, one douche on, on uh, the Twitter I, shaking his head always, or her head. Always, always one guy that ruins it. But Rose yeah, no, I, I said, uh, I go, this, I'm such an anachronism right now. He's got a Lexus convertible. I'm in a leisure suit uh, with a head full of cocaine <laughs> racing here, just making sure I don't forget flowers for Nia. Yeah, you're a sweetheart right there. Why would, the, why would the listeners not like you? Dude, I got to tell you, you're pulling off that leisure suit like, like nobody's business. You look great. That really is you. Those things should come back. I wish I, you know something, that whole fucking fad, you know, with a... Everybody started wearing the Bing Crosby fedoras and everything. I so wanted to jump on that. I just don't have the head for it. No, the 70s is like this. I'm so into leisure suits and the dumb 70s outfits. I watch like you watch a slap shot, the original one. And just watching the outfits they had, the ridiculous. Oh, Paul Newman. Paul Newman crushes a leisure suit. Fantastic. Hey, did you know it's funny? That just reminded me of was back in the day when. you were doing that show with Rogan, the man show. Ugh. Were you guys the original or the second? You were the second host. Second, yeah. When you, uh, Rogan had, a, a, you know, some fucking race car that he was driving, and your parking <laughs> spot was right next to him, so you, you wanted to go out and buy the ugliest I bought the car. biggest piece of shit, and that's why the show sucked so bad. Instead of trying to write better bits that we wouldn't even have gotten on the air to begin with, I'd just sit on eBay and try to find the biggest piece of shit car. Dude, I love that you find like a two-door it was Chrysler a, K a, car convertible with fake wood sides. 1980 Dodge Aspen. Oh, I'm sorry. With, it was painted lime green with a white racing stripe, and it was an unvertible, not even a convertible. It was just had the top off, so it looked like there's a top underneath the, the vinyl thing in the back. Why did I remember wood? I just remember seeing it going. That, that, it was so fucking awful. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> And I had the props department make up a bumper sticker that says, I'm with Rogan with an arrow pointing towards his car. So he had like a $120,000 Porsche. So we had adjoining spots in the lot. So, yeah. Where did, how did you find it? Did you find it in California? 
Uh, yeah, it was like Fresno. It was a long road trip and a, the scariest ride home ever because that thing shouldn't have been on the road. You know what I love about the California is that you can find those, like those cars. They live forever out here. Like I, I saw a Chevy Monza oh, yeah. out here. Remember those? I've seen like two Chevettes. I mean, Chevy Chevettes. Chev- like, you can't find those on eBay. They're, they're, you look for a Chevette. You can't find it on done. eBay. They they're were like uh, for, the, for the young people. That was basically our answer to like the Honda Civic. It was supposed to be our trying to get you know catch up with the Japanese people, and it was made by Chevy. It fucking died at sixty thousand miles. There was absolutely nothing cool. My parents had two of them, a seventy-eight and an eighty, and uh, I mean they were d- both gone in the crusher by like. I had a Chevy Citation for a while on the road. An- uh, another with one the sideways can't... radio. No. Do you remember the year they f- they forgot they forgot to design. A radio in there, and then they were like, fuck it, and they literally turned it sideways and didn't even change the numbers. My buddy had one. I swear to God, that's true. Do you know how much that would sell for now? Like, what we used to consider a piece of shit. Remember in Massachusetts, they would have winter cars? Someone would oh, buy yeah. a My winter Camaro, car, dude. but they'd have a winter car. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The fucking T tops. That and winter all that. car right now would sell for like eight grand if it's in, in decent shape. I know. It's unreal. Our childhood is worth, worth a fucking fortune now. It kills me, but I hate how it's all being sort of mocked, you know, like everything like I you can't I can't wear like I, I liked when all those old school hipster T-shirts came out because I actually liked a lot of that stuff until I realized that they were making fun of it. And then it just made me feel <laughs> Ironic. bad. Like, yeah, yeah, my childhood's a joke. Yeah, it's irony now. Yeah, I liked all those cereals and the tang. Yeah. And all the shit that we grew up with. Like, I have a Count lot of chocula. I, yeah, Count chocula was the shit. I like Boomer Zarex. Zarex, what that's, was that? That was, was a, a drink. syrup that you would pour into water, and it was only New England, but it was a syrup you'd put into water. And it was a zebra on yeah, the on the on yeah, the label. Yeah, Zarex or Zispy, Zarex or Zaspy, so good as can be. Just remember that Z. Holy shit! Yeah. Holy shit! Where the fuck did that come from? I haven't thought of that since like the fucking seventies. <laughs> That was another thing. They had all those great... It was, dude, it was all about getting hopped up on sugar and then watching these acid trip fucking, uh, um, like, cartoons. Because, like, all the writers, the new generations of writers who were doing drugs and thought it was this hip thing and didn't realize, you know, cocaine, the big lie, everything that was coming in the 80s. So they were kind of... Coming in the 80s? Yeah, they were kind of, like, steering you down that fucking road, like, to... Uh, if you want watch cartoons, right? There's a shift somewhere in the late 60s, early 70s where the older people are out. If you watch, there's an old Flintstones one where they make, and they're actually making fun of the Beatles. Remember that one where they had that, that bug music? No, I can't stand no. bug. It was, a, it was a bunch of bugs. It was supposed to be the Beatles. And, they, and like this song they were singing, they literally was monotone, like tone deaf. They were just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'd scream like Paul McCartney. I Which is sh- actually a lot of what the Beatles were in, in the early hugely overrated band. You think so? Love, love me, do you know I love you? Really? That's fucking genius. Yeah, but that was the horseshit when they wanted the labels control, and once they got out of that, started they, doing drugs. Yeah, Rubber Soul and fucking uh, you know White Album. I, 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 I like to, to say some, they stand I, the listen test to some of time. book on tape about the Beatles, but the guy, the the author, was going into such great detail about how genius they were, but talking about that dog shit sixties. Yeah, you don't you don't like the Beatles? Nah, not really. Dude, okay, I gotta hey hear bulldog, it. I got I to hear it. I got to hear it now. This is just this is very unique. I don't like music to begin with, so I'm not the guy to talk to. I'm just really? not a fan. 
Yeah, it's I I listen to music the way most people listen to stand up. Maybe once a year they go to a live show, right? If I, that, yeah. Maybe so, I, I'll watch a what special. What happens? Just it never caught on with me. me it interrupts it's like one me. Of, it's one of the fucking only good things human beings have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we had to chop down some trees to make all those guitars and oboes and shit, but, I mean, generally speaking. Just, yeah, it's, it's not my thing. I, I don't mind it. Like, I, on my iPod, I downloaded Dude, a bunch of Count fucking... Basie and uh, Duke Ellington. Shit that doesn't interrupt your train of thought. No lyrics. Just nice Doug jazzy Stanhope. background music. Doug Stanhope music. He doesn't yeah, mind I like it. it. I don't mind it. <laughs> you mean if you have to have it on? Yeah, as long as it's in the background. I don't want to yell over it. I don't want the words confusing what I'm trying to think about in a conversation or what I'm trying to write. I remember being on a flight with you on American Airlines, some random thing. And I was, we were, uh, you know. I think we were both pretty hungover. We took pictures together. We did. Yeah. We did. And I remember that was when American Airlines, when you went to go get off, would start playing that music and their jingle and anything. And you, you had gotten a phone call. And I was so hungover, I forgot you were on the plane, and I just heard from three rows back your voice like, oh, Greg, can I call you back? I'm getting ear-raped by American Airlines. There's <laughs> <laughs> all these families there with children and stuff. I'm just like, Jesus, this guy fights the fight from 8 a.m. on. I don't have that kind of fight me. I was just like, all right, I'll listen to it. Just walking off like a zombie. You're already fucking – you should have spent – The Doug signed on the dotted line. Hey, I got to, you know, something when I was doing my, my three minutes of research that I had to do on you because I've known you for so fucking long and I knew I didn't have to do it. I had no idea. You, you put out like 13 fucking albums. I, yeah, some of those are like, one was like a XM radio special event. So not. All not, right, which, okay. You got 1998, The Great White Stanhope. That's an hour. Yeah, I don't material. even uh, admit that exists. 99, Sicko. Sicko is most of the good parts of the first one I put out through a piece of shit. So we'll give you one there. 2000, something to take the edge off. Yeah. 2001, Acid Bootleg. 2002, Die Laughing. 2003, Word of Mouth. 2004, Deadbeat Hero. Dude, that's, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years in a row. You took 05 off. Put your feet up, right? <laughs> 06, Morbid obscenity that was a benefit thing for a guy it's a long story okay so we'll knock that one off you're still up to six or seven was, here. Yeah, that, seven is no refunds filler no <laughs> refunds i know that that's a yeah, yeah, real that's one because i saw that uh from across the street in 09 011 is that oslo like norway burning yeah. the bridges to nowhere 2012 before turning the gun on himself what a great fucking title and three beer hall how do you how do you Putsch. What is what is Putsch? Beer Hall Putsch was uh, Hitler's failed attempt to overthrow the German government in '24, and they'd all meet in beer halls and they'd rile each other up and scream and yell about the government and all this in a bar. And well, can you imagine drinking like, with Hitler? How much fun would that be? They're like just fifteen hundred. Just just getting them all riled up. Just be like, I don't know. I kind of like Jews. Yeah. Just to watch. What the you know, fuck are you talking about? Just to see how fucking mad you can. He make always them. closes. Hitler. Why does Hitler always get to close? <laughs> Get them all worked up into a lather, but Hitler, you know, he goes up. No, there Hitler rides wants, my wave. Hitler will go on whenever, but no one wants to follow him. Like that's his plan. I'm not going on after that. Once he gets I have to work dirty yeah. to follow him. You can't win. Either they, either they, they don't like him, and he just burns down the room, or they they're so into him, you just can't follow the fucking guy. Um, 
Yeah, but Jesus he got them all Christ. to take to the streets finally to go overthrow the government, and a few people got shot, and he ran like a pussy. So that's the significance. Is I talk a lot of shit, but when it comes oh. down to it, I, I, I don't do anything. But it's, isn't that amazing? I just yell in bars is my point. Isn't it amazing how back in the day, how because of the lack of technology, that you could actually assemble a bunch of people in a bar and have them believe that they could overthrow the government of your country. Let's and without just, a microphone. Yeah, dude, let's just walk down the street, right, all of us, and just what – what are you going to do? Like what door are you going into? Have you even fucking worked out how to get into the parliament building? <laughs> like what are you going to – like the fact that they actually – I know you, they were shit-faced probably, but the fact that that was actually like doable. Like nowadays, I mean the amount of fucking people as you were doing it like would be tweeting like – you know, group over here thinking of taking over the government, shaking my head. There'd be video of it. As you went down the street, there'd be, like, news helicopters. Shaking my yeah. head. Yeah. They, they would turn it into a fucking reality show before it even got off the ground. The fact that you could actually do that. But uh, here's something I actually learned about Hitler when I uh, was just on my honeymoon over, and we went over to France, went over to... Uh... Yeah, no, I'm a fan of the podcast. Okay. I listen. How, how fucking... I, 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 I fucking hated you so much at the beginning of that where you're like, I'm going to do all this stuff because I'm the guy that I, – I, I would go there and just find a bar. The whole idea of France bores me just – and you were, were so glowing about how much – I'm going to go do this and that. Oh, and yeah. I always it was only a small amount of time before you fell in it exactly. Like I'm going to go look at this fucking thing. Like how long can you look at a fucking thing? Where Here, no, here's the what Arc happened. The triumph or whatever. Here's what happened though. I went up to the uh, the Eiffel Tower, and there was no. The line was really short. It's like Pink's hot dog. You go by it if it's a short line. You don't even want a hot dog. You're like, well, we got to do it. There's those <laughs> fucking lines. So we went up, and it was totally worth it. Dude, I'm a contrarian. I'm a grumpy cunt. I went over there. I put a smile on my face. I knew if I went over there and I was my usual douche and I acted like I was at Disney World, I was going to ruin my wife's honeymoon. <laughs> and you, do you think I would ever hear the end of that? It's not even that. Just to ruin that part of her fucking but life. But enough wanted to go douchiness came out that I felt okay about myself. Like what, really? I would have been such a douche over there because – Oh, no. I was not that's interesting to me. Like, would you, you know what you're you a, you go to the what do you like Rhode Island? Building. You're just a contrarian. Maybe. You don't like music and you don't like France. I mean, what, <laughs> what else don't you like? you like? Let me guess. You don't like Italian I've... food. Hey, I think it's overrated with the deliciousness. I like, spaghetti. <laughs> I like the spaghetti and meatballs. You know those supermodels. You know, eh, not I mean, really my style. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of look at them. Whatever. I have. Hey, when we myself... come back, we're going to talk about how overrated the blowjob is. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not okay. a fan of the blowjob. Never really come. Never really – from the, from the beginning? Blowjob. Like, or just because you're so just, tainted at this point? Well, at this point, I'm worthless. But even in my best day, like, all right, I, I feel bad for you having to do that. Really? Yeah. What about what the fuck you had to do? At least their job's out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sit there like you're in fucking Nam on point. How many minutes are we in here? I got to I got to read some advertising. 18 minutes in, I got to just you, I got to sell my soul here. You have made this like you fucking up ads. You don't you're the don't only guy who wouldn't fast forward through an ad. You actually listen to the commercial because you fucked them up and it's hilarious that you're actually listening to ads. Like you look forward to the ads. I know. It's tough. But I'm saying you could sell ad space for more money than any other podcast cuz you go, "Hey, I have <laughs> I have this thing that I do where I will fuck up and assassinate your advertisement so badly no one will skip it. 
Yeah, but the sad thing is, is I'm trying. I'm actually trying to get better at this. I like to think that I could be one of those news anchors on ESPN, but I know when I read out these out loud, it's like it never would fucking happen. I, I read the same way. All right, here we go. Okay, guys, please don't look at me when I try to do this. All right, Dollar Shave Club, everybody. Nothing feels better than that first shave with the fresh blade, right? It's smooth, it's close, and the blade is as sharp as it's ever going to be. It's, ah, God damn it, it feels fantastic. But you know what I hate, Bill, is going do you- down to those goddamn Walgreens or CVS and you have to stand in line besides, behind some junkie just to buy my goddamn razors. I, tell me about People it. People are shooting at me with live ammunition. How am I going to get a nice, and, close oh, and, shave? And you're just waiting for what? Overpriced blades. Wouldn't it be wonderful it if be. somebody recognized that problem? And came up with the solution. That's something I would not be a contrarian about. I well, would actually you know appreciate a decent you, you close shave delivered right to my door. Your savior has come. It's Dollar Shave Club. Uh, where the fuck do I jump to in the copy here? For just a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com ships me the highest quality blades you can get. I'm a four-blade guy, evidently, from the person who wrote this copy. They're in my head. That looks like a four-blade shave. I was hey, going to say it right off the bat. Hey, what I say? How many fucking blades do you need if it's sharp? And with Dollar Shave Club, what are you going to slit your throat four times? And with Dollar Shave Club, it only like costs six bucks. I share with a friend. <laughs> for four, six bucks a month for a four-pack. Seriously, only six bucks for the best quality blades you can get. So every week, I can pop in a fresh blade and treat myself to an amazing goddamn shave, Doug Stanhope. Join DollarShaveClub.com. Get amazing quality blades in the mail for a couple bucks and treat yourself to a brand new blade every single week. Hundreds of thousands of guys have, uh, with... With have upgraded, that's a typo from last week. This is stupid. They've upgraded from shaving with the old thing. Oh, with, you're reading this? Stuff. I thought this was all off the top of your I'm head. One of, and I'm one of them, and I'm loving it. Now it's your turn. Shave time, shave money. DollarShaveClub.com slash Burr. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash Burr. I mean, that's so simple. I think it's going to make these kids even softer with their timeouts. <laughs> you know? I can't even believe they can grow whiskers. All right. Okay. Well, we should go to sports. I'm, we should I'm go to sports. trying to stay. I, I know how the I know the format. Wait a minute. People are going to be We're, we're going to go to sports. We're going to go to sports, but I, I got to read a couple more of these oh, fuckers. Good. I try to do half and half. I try to break it up like a great book. Hulu Plus. It, that even makes sense. Hulu Plus, everybody. You know what? You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, and Scandal. And watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. Is that back? Swap with any red-slash-green color-coded shows listed. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. These, this isn't color-coded. It's in black and white. I'm supposed to, what, what shows do you like, Doug? What's your favorite show out there? I hate music and fuck the Beatles. Boardwalk Empire is a, a fantastic show. Fantastic show. You know what? I'm going to say that Hulu Plus has it. I bet they do. Uh, you know what? I would be surprised if they didn't. Um, for, <laughs> you get ad-free movies and uh, kids. How about sh- Friends? And kids shows, I love too. that show. I oh. bet they have Friends. Oh, and Ross starts dancing around. I love it. And then Ch- Chandler makes a snide comment. Um, now, now more than ever, there's so much to watch. Take total control with Hulu Plus to stream these shows and thousands more. As much as you want, wherever you want. That's a terribly written sentence. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much every streaming device you own. You can even watch on your phone and iPad while you're on the train and at work at the dentist or in the bathroom. You can even block off a data binge. You can do it wherever the hell you want to. They even have original shows like Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. There you go, Doug. Binge on all 10 episodes starting April 9th. 
Uh, if it's only for seven ninety nine a month, you get yeah, all your shows anytime, anyway. How do you do it, for Christ's sake? Where the hell is it? The whole week? Just go to HuluPlus.com slash Norm. What? I'm trying to speed up through this. Right now, sign up for Hulu, HuluPlus.com. Norm McDonald's podcast copy? Slash Norm. Slash Norm? You don't yeah, get any money from Norm? This isn't supposed to be. It's supposed to be Slash Bill. Slash Bill. They said Norm. Well, you know what? I like Norm McDonald. Let's, let's, give, him, right. let's give him the money for the week. I didn't even know he had a podcast. Oh, yeah, dude, Norm MacDonald. Did you see him on Conan telling that moth joke? No. Yeah, you got to see it. No, I haven't. Dude, I, like, you know how many comics out there don't give a fuck but kind of still do? You have to kind of still do to eat. That guy Norm truly. Norm doesn't. He's so fucking truly, funny. One of, my, one of my best opening monologue jokes ever. Did you ever see, uh, you know, remember that whole thing when he was doing Weekend Update and they told him to make it funnier? So he and he didn't. He just he just was more norm the next week. So eventually, of course, he gets fired. So then, you know, he goes, you know, goes off into the uh, Hollywood world. He's got a TV show or a hit movie or some shit. So now they bring him back to guest host on SNL. And he, I'm going to butcher this, but he kind of came out. He's like, yeah, so, uh, you know, I get yeah, people know I got uh, fired from this show. So uh, now they got me back hosting, which means either uh, I got a lot funnier or this show sucks. That's <laughs> That's what he opened up with. And I know that that wasn't approved. Sorry for the bad norm. I'll have Jay Moore on to make up for it. That was a great norm. Norm, listening to Norm on Stern or anything, any podcast, listening to – I don't know if you remember when Charles Grodin would uh, do Letterman. And just knowing he's going on there, that it was always a fucking great show. Oh, yeah. And people didn't get that he was fucking around. Yeah. That's how Norm is anytime. If Norm's the guest – I'm fucking listening. Do you know there's a uh, there's, there's a uh, Charles Grodin was on SNL, and there's a host sketch where he he actually breaks character and is talking to Belushi and all those guys when they have the B outfits on. Going, I, I mean, the, the antennas are distracting. He acted like he wasn't there for rehearsal because he was too busy shopping, doing this whole big Hollywood thing, and they just make it so fucking. Un- I, I mean. Because Awkward is so popular now, a lot of people doing yeah. it in comedy. Just to think that they did this back in the late 70s. And a lot of people the next fucking day thought that he truly skipped rehearsal. And he Fucked was up. Like, that was actually the sketch. Like, I, I had no idea. I think Midnight Run is one of the most underrated comedies oh, yeah. of all time. Him and De Niro in that. Charles Grodin is fucking absolutely brilliant in that thing. So there's one for you. I bet Hulu Plus has that one too. Hulu Plus. For only seven ninety nine a month, you can get four blades dragged across your face as you watch... Uh, you watch your favorite TV show. So I got to talk a little sports here. Doug, sports? Come on, Michael Sam. Do you watch, uh, do you watch um, NHL? hockey at all? No. Only, yeah, yeah. Do you tolerate? I, I watch anything in the playoffs. Okay. I, I find it important to have a favorite team okay. in the playoffs. Who's your favorite team? Right now, in NHL, all my teams are not in it. I oh, like the not? Senators, like the Winnipeg Jets. I like the Like Jets. the Buffalo Sabres. The Sabres? <laughs> I don't mind the Sabres, but... I- Yeah, we went down for a minute. Yes, we did. That almost never happens. Your podcast, I don't know if it just seems like, you know what, I'm just going to keep talking, and if there's a fuck-up, you don't seem to fuck up, but you don't seem to edit. No, I don't I don't edit. I don't edit the thing. I just sort of do it. Like, right now, we just freaked everybody out. Like, they were going 90 miles an hour in heading towards NHL, and then we just literally just went like, oh, hey, what the fuck? This, so sorry, yeah. about, sorry about that mind fuck. 
for everybody. No, I don't edit them because that's work, and I didn't get in this business to have a job. Right. Okay? I got in this business because I had jobs, and I didn't like it. I didn't like coming there and having somebody fucking going, hey, you know, pick that up and fucking put it on. Hey, you fucking do it. <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to do, you idiot. I could have mentally, like all the fucking jobs I had, I mentally could have done after the third grade. So that was one of the things that pissed me off. Like, why did I go through all of that horse shit and ruining my summers and going to summer school all those years in fucking high school if this was what I was going to do, load and unload trucks? Yeah, UPS, that was the big job in Worcester. Dude, I got to that was one of the most fun fucking jobs I ever had. The Humping funniest, boxes, graveyard the funniest, shit? funniest, well, I, I didn't do UPS. UPS right. was like fucking, you know, it was like pledging a frat that ne you never got <laughs> asked to join. Um it, it was no. It was like a software company. We were intermediate between the people who made software, and then they shipped. We had all all of you could buy it all right here. It was like before the internet, so we were like this web page, except it was a fucking warehouse. So we should just uh, ship it out, bring it in, ship it out, and all that type of stuff. But dude, it was class clowns, drug addicts, and musicians. That's what it was. And then the, the people watching us were nerds who wanted to move up the fucking ladder, like they wanted to get out of the non-carpeted area. And get into the carpeted area and justify their tie. That's basically what it was. And we had the best. Dude, we fucking, everybody had an impression of everybody there. Everybody, like, had nicknames. That was the only impression I could ever do was my landlord in Massachusetts, Mr. Minas. And I'd call my fucking, it was a, a three-decker. And I'd call a guy upstairs who's a pothead and I'd pretend to be Mr. Minas. Yeah. Hey, it's Mr. Minus. Well, you gotta, you gotta turn the heat. Oh, and uh, anyway, I'm fucking off track. You talk. You talk. I think no, your point I know was you, you don't mean. edit. No, I, I know what you mean. With so our boss was this guy, and he had a regular voice until he got upset. And when he would, he would always say he, he would go up a little, be like, "Come on, you guys!" Blah, blah blah. And we would all just go, "Come on!" We just give him all of us. So like he couldn't a even symphony of mocking as we were doing it. He would always walk away shaking his head going bunch of babies and he would just walk out. And that was that was the worst we would get reprimanded. So I never understood why anyone would want to go into the cubicle area where now you were you were in this little fucking box. Only one way in one way out. They knew where you were supposed to be the warehouse. You know, I'm in the warehouse with eyes counting shit. He's on the forklift. No one knew where the fuck I was really supposed to be so there was an element of freedom it was a, basically a bigger fucking cubicle so but anyway we, we got to get back to the hockey yeah thing. hockey so Bruins. Uh, yeah, the sabers i was saying i i would like them um if you know if they weren't in our division i still like them i i'm really psyched that they went back to their old I uniform like the that, uniforms yeah that, that, that's that, what it all comes down to the canucks fucking those beautiful colors i don't know if they still have them they still have them they finally went back to them when they they the two biggest mistakes, the biggest one was Vancouver's. I mean, it was so fucking ugly. That home one, that mustard yellow with the orange. Love it. You like that? Yeah. Oh, shit, you're wearing a leisure suit. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers creamsicles, best uniform in sports history. So, yeah, I like the Canucks. No. Uh, the old Astros. Astros yeah. was a great one. Yeah, that's the really old Astros nice. was a great one. Yeah, we yeah. were child. You know, we were talking about while we were waiting for the whole thing to come back on. Because we, we were talking about that Zarex jingle, how that came out of nowhere. But then we were talking about other things like, like fluff and fluff and others. Yeah, like how that, I don't even know if they make marshmallow fluff anymore. They, there's no way that they would. They people are you, too they informed. Still, they still make Moxie. You can find that shit. They probably, but there's no. But fluff and other was mainstream. Like it, in my neighborhood, it was peanut butter and fluff. But I don't know if it was just a New England thing. A lot of shit I thought was mainstream. No, no one drank Moxie ever anywhere. I never even heard of that. 
I've Moxie heard. soda? No. Tastes like a... I don't know. It, it was like the Jägermeister of soda. Oh. <laughs> it, it, had the, it, it first hit your mouth. It tasted like cola, and then it had the most horrific aftertaste that just made you want to drink more to get that first taste, to get the second taste out of your mouth. And then, yeah. It's, and it was all legal. It's, it's still all out fucking there. Le- Do you I remember? I have a can in my fridge at home. I had it mailed to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember marathon bars? Yeah. yeah. They had this candy bar for the youngsters here. Or listening or whatever. Marathon bar was basically, it was just 100% caramel twisted around in like a pretzel thing, like a long stick. And their big thing was, it was so long. It was a marathon bar. It was going to take you like a fucking hour to somehow consume this Pull thing. all your fillings out of your yeah, head. Yeah, and you'd sit there and like you literally had to bite. It was like you were pulling a pin out of a grenade. You had to fucking just rip the thing. That was one of those questions and- where we go, what's that fucking? And we had to describe the candy bar. Like, what was the name? And it took us for fucking ever to remember Marathon Bar. Marathon Bar, O'Henry's. All of that shit. Just anyway, so- back to hockey. Sorry, right? back Everyone's going to gonna fucking hate me for being here. Back to hockey. So my Boston Bruins. Three and, t- three and we two. Were down, we were down two games to one. Now we're, now we're up... Three games to two. I still think it's going seven, and um, I think it was a bad move. Uh, uh, Sean Thornton sprayed water at P.K. Subban at the end of the game was just was not a smart move. Like, you don't rile up superstars. Not on the heels of the whole Clippers scandal. You don't spray water on the only Clippers scandal. Forget about what, you know, a certain percentage of the Bruins fan base when he scored an overtime goal, and the N-word was trending <laughs> on Twitter. I mean, dude. You think you're vintage with your leisure suit? You should see some of the Twitter accounts of Bruins fans. Um, so fucking embarrassing. It's so fucking embarrassing. It so takes away from the game. But uh, PK is quickly becoming a guy, despite the fact that he plays for a team that I hate. You can't fucking hate the guy. It's like Der- a Derek Jeter kind of thing where, you know, he was always a good player. But now he's he's a legitimate superstar at this point. And um, he's just one of those guys. He plays physical defense. He can He can... He's just he's got the whole defense thing down, and then if there's an offensive time, he can jump up into the play. He came out he came on my favorite goals of this this playoff, and I hated that it was against us, but it was right as the penalty. He was in the box, right? Right as the penalties, it's like three, two, one, and I'm going, Oh fuck. He's coming out of the box and just the dude hit him in stride. He went down that he, he looked like a forward. He didn't look like a defenseman at all. And a lot of people don't realize how big that guy is. I went to a Canadians game earlier this year and he's fucking he's a monster. So what having that- said that Sean Thornton, towards the end of the game, he's on the bench. He sprayed water in his face. And it's just like, why would you add? You, 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 those are crushing defeats. And now you, you, you got this guy even more fucking motivated. I mean, he still, when the game was over, he still scored a fucking goal. This guy is Freddy Krueger. He's not going away. He's, not, he's, he's, he's just going to keep coming. So um, I also love the fine. Sean Thornton got fined like two thousand eight hundred sixty-three dollars, and it was a really specific thing. Like, it was, just, was we trying to make it sound official? Would he have cleared three grand if PK didn't have a visor on and it went directly in his fucking eye? Like, is the cost of dry cleaning? Pads. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, I think I actually uh, I'm hoping we're going to close them out tonight, which we could do. But um, I've watched enough hockey to know that there's going to be a game seven, and I think that they're they're really going to have the jump on us tonight. I hate to say all of that, but I, I, I think already that they, they weren't going to fucking... They I'm going to go out they, on a limb, and I'm going to guarantee a Bruins victory tonight. No yeah. Game 7. Yet, I said yet it. another I reason why it. there's going to be a Game 7. I think uh, it's, it's Bruins-Canadians. It has to go, save, game, it has to to go seven games. Four to two. 
I'll even tell you the number. Hey, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But I've, I've, I, you know, the organization's too fucking. What proud. does Habs they're, mean? What does fucking Habs the, mean? The uh, habitants. It's a French thing. I forget. Habitants. The, like the habitants. It's the French thing. It was basically, I think that that's the Native Americans before they, uh, the Native North Americans before uh, they did whatever they did to them. I think that they called them that. All right. No, they wouldn't. Why would they say that? Because that, that, they didn't speak French. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what? You know, that's one of those things I've looked up a zillion times. Also, like the Bruins logo, the spokes. It's supposed to be the hub or something. I, I can never fucking remember it. All right. But I can remember the Zarex thing because that's how fucking delicious it was. All right, here's um, my podcast question before I forget. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, Doug Stanhope has a bunch of Monday morning podcast have, questions. We're going to go behind the scenes here. Yes. When you, you Obviously, when you read a letter, an email from a, a fan. I have some right here. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to one. Obviously, you haven't read it before. No. But they're not random because you just get every third one would be, what the fuck, when are you playing North Andover? Right, or right, right. So who does, who pre-screens? And, Andrew Thumless. He 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 pulls them for me. He kind of knows, knows, knows the ones that I like. All right, and then so what? That's makes. I always I thought I always I bet Nia does it. I always thought that. So no. that. Well, no. I don't know. No, no, you don't. You don't want to like. You I always seem like you're in your basement, and she's the only human being in your universe <laughs> that you can yell Nia, <laughs> fucking Nia. Yeah. So I thought maybe she did it. No, she. Uh, no, she comes on the podcast. She's had a couple of fucking great rants recently, and I was kind of hoping that I could get her on, but she's been uh, she's been real busy with her I career. I, I brought flowers for a reason. I go, she's not going to like me. Nia's not going to like me. So I brought flowers to suck up. No, nah, no. Nah. The second she saw your leisure suit, she's really big in, into fashion. She'd love <laughs> it. She would absolutely love it. I'll, I'll, we'll get a picture. We'll soften the blow of Doug Stanhope by getting flowers and a nice picture of you in the, le- in the uh, leisure suit or anything. Well, speaking of, uh, you have any more behind-the-scene questions? No, no. I've, I've, if I come up with them, I'll okay. inter- interrupt your train of thought. What, what, what color my pajamas are when I'm lying in there recording? Um, all right. Here's, let's, uh, let's read a couple of questions here. Um, this is from a listener. Uh, Tug McGraw. Remember Tug McGraw? Played Baseball the, player. Played for the Phillies. Used to slap his thigh with his glove when he'd no. be getting all amped up. No. Yeah, when they were taking down your Astros or whoever the fuck they beat together. I just like the uniforms. Okay, sorry. Okay, Bill, how about the NFL players suspended for smoking weed? There were, I think it was a guy in the Browns, the guy who like, led the league in receiving, got suspended because he was smoking weed. Um, this guy says, how ancient is that mindset? Dear NFL, please let the guy who destroys his body for your ratings smoke a joint to help relax his body, mind, and muscles so he doesn't take it out on his girlfriend or, or her kids uh, I love how he can't be married with his own kids. Also, here's a great – Yeah, thing. hey, you know what? Michael Sam has brought us to a place where he might be beating up his boyfriend after a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> that dude he just made out with did, when did he, he got signed he, to the did Rams. Did he get drafted? He got drafted by the Rams and then oh, made out right. with his boyfriend to celebrate on like, national TV. It was a beautiful day. I was on Santa Monica Boulevard, and I tried to <laughs> high-five gay men. <laughs> Uh, Michael Sam, I literally tried to high five a gay guy outside of the out of the closet oh thrift store. Oh my god, dude! Do you realize <laughs> he like, did not high five me it back? Just, it just went from fucking nineteen hundred in the NFL to like fucking two thousand eighteen. I think they're actually ahead. Um, oh, I, yeah, I did not see that. <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. I did not see that. I have to admit, he was at much, home. He's got a white boyfriend too, so as interracial on top of that. He fucking leans down and kisses his small, petite white man. And 
celebrate his draft as a linebacker for the <laughs> St. Louis Rams? I got to be honest with something. And you're not, you're not supposed to allow you. You're not supposed to admit to your flaws. You're supposed to act like I don't see color and I'm not homophobic. I'm not homophobic, I like to think, but that actually made me uncomfortable <laughs> thinking about that. Why would that be? Because I, I was psyched <laughs> that he was going to be in the NFL, right? And until, I also, I also want to – No, no, I also, want, I also want him to dominate because <laughs> I was hoping he was going to play on my team and he was going to dominate because it, it's a whole other level that it would annoy the other team's fans yeah. like the homophobes. Yeah. It would be annoying if he just fucking was a beast out there. But then him kissing the other dude that, that I – was trying to laugh about it, it's, but it made me uncomfortable a little bit. It was incredible. Uh, <laughs> it was wicked good. <laughs> well, I guess I got some shit I need to work on. I, you know, I guess I'm not used to that yet. I, uh, you know, I, I like to think I don't see uh, color, but I do. But I don't see weight. It's a weird thing. Fat people. I'm off topic. Get no, no, to I do. I see weight, and I, I, I also see color. At night, I see color. I, at I night, I grew at up night, with so I, many I'm, fat I, people. I don't notice when oh, – I, I never thought of that guy as fat till you mentioned it. But, yeah. Everybody sees color. I hate when people say that. Yeah, I don't no. see color. It doesn't matter if you're purple or red. It's like, no, you'd fucking notice that. I, you know, you'd like, notice that. And you I notice- see white people singing in England and there's – yeah, I crossed the street. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. There's a group of fucking – Hey, are you Asian? I, I, don't, I don't see color. I can't tell. Can't Are you African American? Yeah, I need to know when to cross the street. And if there's a bunch of the same colored people, they're probably looking for an enemy. <laughs> and I don't. I don't want to be it. Yeah, if the second you feel outnumbered, yeah, well, you in, definitely see in color. England where everyone's white. You go, well, okay, now I see where I'm going to be the enemy, despite my color. But I still see a group of the same color guys. If you saw walking. a bunch of white guys with skinhead, with shaved heads, right, right. Fucking football hooligans. Yes. That is terrifying. You would, you would be I don't see color. Are they, I they, don't see are color, they, but are they I see danger. Are they accountants? What, what, what do they do? Must be dressed down Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see it, and, uh, you know, I don't know. At night, when fear comes up, they, you know, you, you think the worst. I used to do a bit of my act that, uh, you know, everybody's racist at night, and you have to be, and that's how you get home. <laughs> you just have to think the worst of people so you can make it to your car in the parking lot. Yeah. And whatever they are, if they're Asian, they're a fucking ninja, sure. or they're, they're a Chinese communist coming over, it's just begun, and I'm the first victim. You, you have to think that stuff. And then also, when you tell these anecdotes, you have to pick somebody like Asians so you don't get in trouble. Yeah. The Turks. Certain, certain, yeah, groups, can... certain groups get you in more trouble. Yeah. Armenians. Yes, yeah. Talk all like if I used an African-American or a Jewish anecdote there, I'd be in trouble right now. Yeah. Dollar Shave Club would be running. <laughs> would be running in the other direction. Don't we have more ads or are we going to we do, viewer we, mail? We, we do have oh, wait, more Tug ads. McGraw. Well, you, we didn't answer the question. What do you think? Should, should, the, should the, uh, the guy be suspended, the NFL player, for smoking a little weed, Obviously e, not. But, you know, in the last 24 hours, there was interracial male tongue kissing. Celebrating. Yeah, so. I probably didn't use. I might, maybe I'm exaggerating the tongue, but it, they kissed deep and passionate. Did Mo Vaughn hit a single or a home run? It was an RBI. <laughs> <laughs> I say he knocked it out of the park, but I was wrong. Ah, Jesus Christ! But yeah, no, I hope it, he. I hope he wins a Super Bowl and he's the MVP. And you know they have like their family and stuff. I just hope he's up there. Just, just goes at it, man. That's gonna be fucking hilarious. Fuck Disney World. I'm going to a bathhouse. Oh, dude. Okay, who's going to be the first one to lose his fucking job or get fined? Let's go down the Rams roster and let's try to guess who's the first one. Who's going? Oh my God, somebody's going to say something. Somebody's- I'm trying to think of a Ram other than Sam, Sam Bradford. Bradford. Poor bastard. Who's, in, who's another one? 
It's what it's a, it, what happened to the Rams? Mike Marks is what happened to the Rams and that shitty fucking. They have one of the worst stadiums I, like I've ever been to. It's like le- it's like if the Twins ship the Homer Dome down to fucking uh, St. Louis and you played football in it. If if there was a team that's coming to L.A., it's the Rams coming back. No one gives a fuck about the Rams. It's like Delaware as a state. You just forget that it even exists. <laughs> no news comes out of there. What's your favorite state, Doug? My favorite state? Yeah. Do you look at states the way you look at music? For different reasons. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Wyoming and Montana. You just did that, the Red State tour? I loved it. Fucking gorgeous out there. It is. But, but I, don't, I, I don't tell people that. Well, I always say that when I go You always there. have the rosiest fucking outlook. All your, every, every tour you do is great. Every audience because, is fantastic. Because you know what? Because this is what I decide. I, I spent the first half of my life being an angry cunt sleeping on a futon. And somewhere around, you know, approaching 40, I was just like, so this is the guy I'm going to be? And I also, I, you know what I did was I, I kind of learned how to uh, get out of my... You keep making that my, face, my, it's going to stick like that. Yeah, my depressing downward spiral. I figured out how to stop it. Like, fortunately, I don't have clinical depression, but I am, I am geared towards negative, cynical thought. So what I would just do is I just, just started thinking, okay, is that what you want to think today? This is what we're going to do this one fucking day. They all that new agey shit. And I just started going to the gym. You know, I just, I just started, you know, when I went on the but road, so I, I, don't, I, I would do shit. Don't you ever have a fucking horrible show? Like one time I want to hear you come on Monday morning podcast is Bill Burr. I just played Toronto. What a bunch of fucking assholes. No, here's the deal. But at this point, people are coming to see me. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to get I mad at them. Too, so I still it, have but, but, but if, at that point, if I have a bad show, it's kind of on me. It's like I come out. And they clap like I already killed for an hour. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's completely up to me to – like this weekend, I was in San Diego, and um, I was trying to put together what I'm going to do. And I was a little off on a couple of shows. And when I got off stage, I was mad at myself. I wasn't mad at anybody in the crowd. And, you know, it was a couple of drunk people, and some people yelled out. But, like, I never get mad at that because I think that that's what makes this art unique, that you can sit there and yell out at the person – and, oh, yeah. and and you just have to fucking deal with it. And I don't like that shit when if somebody yells something out and immediately they're going to go throw them out like I'm this precious fucking Hope Diamond or some shit. It's like, no, I'm saying a bunch of shit up here that should make you go like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. So, <laughs> I mean, the only heckler I don't like is basically if you're going to um, talk and ignore. It, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're just yelling to yell and you're not going to shut up no matter what. Then at that point, I can still deal with that, but I f- end up feeling bad for the people who came out. I, for I, the I did material, a show you know? in Daytona Beach a couple months ago. I don't know when, but I, I had to throw a guy out from the beginning, like before the show. I'm watching. There's no way this guy is going to make it. He's too drunk, and he's out in the lobby, and he recognizes me, but you can see he's trying to focus and say words, and I hide, and then he's in the front row, and I'm like, I uh. – of course I, he I is. threw this guy out like it was an old him? bit. Like it was so <laughs> rote. Like I went through the motions. I know at some point he's going to try to talk. It's not going to happen. So it was like I would did a tired closing bit with the whole. Okay, you're not going to make it unless John Goodman comes in at like at the end of the movie flight and gives you bloat. So you you went out on stage and threw him out. I, I know what's going to happen. So I just watched the whole thing. It was fluid. I would, uh, I caressed him out of the room like, a, like it was a part of my act. 
I had thrown some, people I, I out I so many that. times for being that drunk that I'm like, I'm like, it, this should be on my set list. Okay, open with the thing about driving down here, throw drunk guy out, segue right. into uh, retardation. That's amazing. I had a guy one time I was at the uh, DC Improv, and uh, he was one of those guys like. I'm not even going to say what he was doing. I'll tell you off air because if I say it to you, some asshole listening to this is then going to do it. But he was doing this annoying thing where he wasn't laughing. He was doing something else. So, <laughs> And I got into it with him and like whatever. We did the we did the fight. Did he get kicked? No, no. He didn't get kicked out. So I go – so I'm like, all right. So that's the one Yahoo for the weekend because you know you're going to get one. It's going to be a fucking nightmare, right? So the fucking very next night, who comes walking in the door again? The same fucking guy. And the wait staff or whoever seats him hears him say, I'm going to fucking yell out all his punchlines. And oh. they sit him right down in the front row. So now I'm going out there and I'm fucking riffing and I'm trying to switch shit up and blah, 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 blah. And he yelled out the first punchline and I was so ready for it. I fucking snapped and we ended up throwing him out. And, uh, and the crowd was pissed at me. Because they didn't know the backstory. Yeah, they weren't there. I remember this guy afterwards. I'm selling my CD, right? And this guy comes up and says, dude, that, that was fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. You're the headliner. You, you should have to deal with that. And I was going, no. And I tried to explain. And then he just wouldn't let me talk. And then I said, you know what you should do? You should never come to one of my shows again. That'll show me. Because it just got to the point of like, it wasn't, it was like probably like six people who were flipping out. But it was, uh, and it was a classic thing. They kicked the guy out. And I'm standing there selling my wares, whoring myself out, getting to the end of the line. I look up. Who's standing in line? The, the guy they kicked guy. out. Like, this is how comedy clubs kick people out. They get them an inch beyond the threshold the door of jam. the front door, yeah. and then they turn their back, and then they go over and fucking— Ignore the problem. Yeah, yeah. have a pota- some potato skins or something. And then here's that fucking guy back in. Like, So I had to tell them, like, I go, hey, in the future when you kick somebody out, can you kick them all the way out? Can you make sure that they so don't— So what did he say? Ah, he was just going like, but you don't understand, I love you. You don't understand, I, I, I love you. Like he was trying to say, it was like, dude, you don't understand. The first night I'm you were here. I'm trying to prove how much I love you by, see, I know every punchline. He was, was, no, but he, the, the first night, I can't remember which night we, 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 it must have been the second night, but the first night, well, no, he was just trying to say that he was yelling out because he loved my stuff and, it was, and he was just so fucking drunk. There was no, and dumb. And dumb. It's not like when he sobered up, like this level of fucking intelligence was, was going to come back. He was just a fucking moron. Yeah. And um, it was kind of one of those things, like that kind of person I had to kind of burn off from my crowd. Like when you first get your, your, your people finally coming out to see you, you're psyched. And then there's people who are going to come out and see you and be like, oh, I thought he was this way. He's actually that way. And then they don't come back. And then hopefully the rest of the room gets filled up with people who kind of yeah, they get see a 30 are. second YouTube clip on a subject that they already have. And they go, Oh, I yeah. love this guy. Oh, wait. they see you be clean on TV and they yeah. go, Oh, there's a wholesome guy. And then yeah. you come down there. What the fucking cunt? And then they get up in the middle of it. Nah, then of course you blame them. Um, all right, let me do a little more advertising. Then we'll, uh, we got to wrap this thing up here, dude. Sure. Uh, dude, I'm so fucking psyched just to see you, man. Cause you I, 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 I never get to see you. You've been one of my favorites since, since you had the long hair. And you had that headshot where you had the fucking Santa Claus hat on. Remember that one? I, 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 rem- I remember getting you a, a, a into Chilkoot Charlie's in Alaska. I, I thought in it was fucking green room too. I, I the, that the band house. Condo. 
Yeah, no, and it was horrific. But I always had a, an affinity for horror gigs like that and terrible accommodations when they're that bad that they're comical. And I, uh, I thought you might think it was funny too. And you're like, I can't believe you sent me to that fucking place, that rat trap I had to stay in. I didn't mind the gig. The gig was fine. The fucking that is the worst fucking place. Absolute I beyond ever anything. In. The mattress, cigarette burns on the television set. The mattress literally was caved in in the middle, and it, the, the fucking covers were so ratty. I just said, I just have to make this my own, and I laid down in it. I remember I ran into Ralphie May. Ralphie May, they couldn't put him in the band house because the floorboards were too weak. They had to actually give him a hotel. Is that what happened? Because he said to me, he goes, oh, I didn't fucking stay there. He goes, I took one look at it. I said, I'm not staying here. No, they, not, took one look was, at, they took one look at Ralphie May and went, we can't put him in there. He would, would literally go through the floors. No. Yeah, because it was – I mean, he's th that you big. You know what's but funny, was, though? His lie gave me self-esteem. I just started saying, I'm not staying here. I, I, you need to get me a fucking hotel room. I, I brought – And half the fucking rooms I stayed in, you were there the week before and had done something with a midget and a fucking God knows what. And then he wiped his the new dick. John Fox. Yeah, you were. You were. Like, I loved you, but doing the road so much, I was starting to fucking hate you. I was like, this motherfucker, how does he know where I'm going to be and gets there the week before and fucking does something to the pillowcase with his fucking taint and ball bag? It was horrific. I always I, said the cure for AIDS was in the under the bed in the rug of a comedy condo. Just I, the, the amount of... Sh uh, the band house in Alaska, I actually took a bar of soap onto stage that was in the shower there because it had black mold. And I'm like, if you think I'm making up jokes about the band house, this is the soap. When you're growing mold on an antibacterial product, <laughs> that's how bad the fucking place was. Yeah, dude. And I, and I never went back. Go ahead. I never went back. Let me, let's do a little uh, advertising here. Legal Zoom, everybody. Hey, Doug, modern technology is great, isn't it? Smartphones, iPads, and other gadgets. That make it so easy to do so many things. But why is it that our lives seem busier at the same time? Well, when it comes to getting the legal help you need, LegalZoom provides a great solution that works with your busy schedule. Hey, let's face it, everybody. The legal system is complicated. There are better things you can do with your time. Thankfully, LegalZoom is there for you. So if you're thinking about starting a business, forming an LLC, or getting a trademark, will, or living trust, LegalZoom gets the job done right. You'll get, you'll get the personal attention you need, and they'll help take care of all the details. LegalZoom has been helping families and small business owners for over 14 years, and they received an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Call or visit LegalZoom today for an extra discount. Enter BURR, B-U-R-R, in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom.com, discount code BURR, B-U-R-R. Uh, LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services, but it's not a law firm. Look at that. Huh? They know, they understand that I don't know how to read, so they they keep them short. Oh, here we go. Here's the classic, everybody. My stairway to heaven, if you will. Stamps.com. There's a stamp who knows. Sorry. Back in the days of black and white TVs and phones and and with wires, the only way for a business to avoid the post office was to lease a postage meter. Technology has changed dramatically since then, but those poster postage meters haven't. Luckily. <laughs> There's a way better way to get your postage, Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can do so much more than a postage meter for so much less. Get official U.S. postage for any letter and any packages using your computer and printer. No hardware to buy or lease. And unlike a meter, there are no long-term commitments. You can save up to 80% versus a meter. Plus, with Stamps.com, you can track packages, track spending, and more. 
I have to take off right now, Bill, because I have to get to the post office to mail my rent check. Well, why would you do that when there's a better option? Is there a better way? It is. It's called stamps.com. You can print legal postage stuff with a meter right in the comfort of your own home. Right here? Yeah. You and Marilyn Manson last night when you're in the middle of hey, reading. Do you think LegalZoom.com can uh, settle a libel suit when Marilyn Manson comes at me? He's going, why would you mention Coke on the air? No, but they could trademark that, that argument. Uh, right now, use my last name, Burr, B-U-R-R, for this special offer, no-risk trial. Or Norm. Or Norm, plus $110 bonus offer, includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. What more do you want here, people? Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Burr, B-U-R-R, that's Stamps.com, enter Burr. All right. Hey, speaking of digital scale, how much is my nose worth right now? (laughs) (laughs) Doug, you know what? Of course the week you fucking come in, I only have like an hour. That's all right. I'm a wreck. I I smell bad. I can smell myself. I haven't smelt you. Well, you I, I can't don't, smell you. don't come much closer. The rayon and, of your outfit that, there is holding I, your your. And scent I have to in. go do Burt Kreischer's podcast. He goes, I hope you're not on the wagon when you come do my podcast. So I guess. I have, hey, tell uh, Burt, like, uh, we were supposed to smoke cigars a long time ago. I got a bunch of Cubans in my humidor. humidor. If he wants to smoke, I would I love, tell I'd love to hang out with them. And, uh, dude, I fucking love you to death, man. It's so great to see you. you I too. wish you lived in L.A., man. I really wish you. Come I mean, out more often. Wait, wait, yeah, you are out in Arizona, right? Yeah. All right. We meet up in weird places. I'll buy an experimental aircraft. I'll get out there. (laughs) Crash land on your front fucking cactus. All right. That's the podcast for this week. The one and only Doug Stanhope. But if you're brand new to this guy, I'm telling you, man, this guy is one of the greatest comedians I've ever seen. Definitely, without a doubt, one of the best of my generation. And in a long time, dude, I know you don't like compliments. I feel the same way about you, sir. Compliments. Well, you know something? At some point, dude... We ought to try to do a we ought to try to do a, a co-headlining thing somewhere. It's just a random. One-off. Vegas is always the place to do that because you're right. not burning a fan base. Everyone's right. from out of town, and you can yeah. For some reason I want to go to Yellowknife, up I, in Canada. I'd, I'd rather do that. Why don't we do just that? Do weird. Yeah, Yukon Territory. You didn't go there on your Canadian tour. You I missed didn't. that. So yeah, fuck why it. Don't, why don't we do Let's a one-off do up there? Yeah. So, see what roughneck oil workers and yeah. We'll see what we run into. I'm gonna go to some random place in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm in and do like a three-hour show. All right. You up for it? All right. Yeah. Doug, stand up, everybody. That's the podcast. Go fuck yourselves. I'll talk to you next week. Go Bruins! Toyota. You know, we all agree that reducing emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, yet they make up less than 10% of all new vehicles today. That's because right now they cost more. They're too expensive, just like all new technology. Consumers worry about range and whether or not they'll be able to find a charging station. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture the batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision of a carbon neutral future. The materials used to make just one long range battery for an EV electric vehicle could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, hey, let's go places.